Chatman and Robin. I'm Max Peterson. And I'm Bird. And this is our second start. Because <laughs> <laughs> I I my brain was fried and I bungled our first one. Um how you been? How you been? How you doing? Pretty good. Good. This is our second one in a row that'll be on time and our third in a month, I think. So we're we're ki- we're killing it. Rocking and rolling. It. Yeah, and it's it's important to with stay gas. on time now and keep things coming out at a regular pace because we're officially hey. on iTunes. Uh, yeah, it was way easier than I thought. Um, all I was missing was a logo and Aaron, Aaron Shug, uh, no, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I was like, no, she changed her name. She got married, but it was too Shug. Um, she just whipped us, <laughs> whipped us up a quick little, um, awesome logo. And I just put together a quick package and shipped it off to iTunes. And then we were approved, I think a day later, like as long as your tags are in order, it's pretty easy to get a podcast going. So here we are, uh, and we're on time, and we're killing quick it. and dirty, quick and dirty. Yeah, I like it. I like <laughs> it. Um, so yeah, we don't normally we would be talking about we would dive right into whatever awesome horror movies we were watching, but haven't watched any. Not doing a very good job of that. No, we watched. Uh, we haven't watched a single one since last week. But I started watching eh. something. I started watching Sherlock. Oh, my God. Okay, it's a BBC television series. I'm sure most of you have already seen all of it, but I'm as always, I'm well behind the curve. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you are. Be- oh, <laughs> Benadryl Camper Patch is so dreamy in this oh show. He's God. amazing. Uh, no, I'm a huge fan He's of He's so the, weird looking. I'm a huge fan of the, the Sherlock Holmes story and mythos and actually i was kind of we i asked you this question the other day but you were facebooking Hmm. and ignoring me so you didn't answer it like Um, normal yeah pretty standard stuff um but why do you there's been a couple i mean there's a couple franchises or like ideas or characters that keep getting like reiteration after reiteration sherlock holmes has that story has been made and told and retold so many different times um the three that are in my head right now, we got Robert Downey Jr. in mm-hmm. the, the Guy Ritchie version, where he's like an action hero and, and Robert Downey Jr. and he's amazing. Um, and we've got Sherlock, the BBC drama, which has like a really rabid cult following. It really does. And uh, and then we've got House, House MD, mm-hmm. starring Hugh Laurie. That character is based on Sherlock, Sherlock mm-hmm. Holmes. I think he lives in like apartment two twenty one B, and like oh, that's funny. He has a like a drug addiction, and you know, like there's any you know, he's he's right. based on Holmes. And they there's a bunch of other stuff. There's a bunch of like tiny nods that they do throughout the series, and then of course you've got the, there's the original novels, but then there was a slew of movies made in like the like fifties and sixties and even seventies. They're all black and white. I've got them on DVD somewhere. Why do you? What do you think it is about this? And then there's a TV show called Elementary that I've never seen, which is also based on Sherlock Holmes. Hmm. But what do you think it is about this particular character and this set of stories that keeps bringing people back and back and back? Hmm. Um, 
I think we all secretly love a know-it-all. Really? Hermione Granger, man. I think you secretly love a know-it-all because that's why you married me. Ugh. I was the know-it-all in mythology class. I knew fucking every single thing about mythology. I answered every single question, and I'm sure all my classmates hated me. Except the one who thought it was he, that uh, my brain was totally boneable. Uh. <laughs> um, uh. I, do you think it has anything to do with um, not only a know-it-all, <laughs> but like a know-it-all asshole? Because that is part of the character that is never lost. Um, uh, I don't know. Robert Downey Jr. is kind of charming, but like House MD, right. notoriously a prick to everybody around him because he's so goddamn smart and no one I can think keep it's, up. I think it's like a, almost a... Almost a supernatural element to his intelligence, though. I think it's sort of like how people are so enamored with um, uh, uh, crazy hair. Albert Einstein? Yes. Wahoo! (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, And of course, we always want the good guy to win. Right. And he always wins, so. Because of his, like, Because he's so damn smart. Like, yeah. I think it's just the, the fascination with intelligence. Ex- like extreme intelligence but at the same time um like we don't you know a lot of times in in tv shows and movies we end up rooting for the villain like uh darth vader became a cult character everybody mm-hmm. loved uh right. boba fett um the joker who gives right. a fuck about batman in dark knight uh, um dark knight returns or is it just the dark yeah no it's just the dark knight right that's the second yes. of chris nolan's movies yeah who cares about batman in that movie the moment the joker's on screen you're just like oh my god <laughs> Look well, he has an equally good foil. But no one gives a shit about Moriarty. Moriarty is just like, oh, he's so irritating. I wish Sherlock Holmes would just kick his ass. We love Sherlock Holmes. And I think it's hard to differentiate between the two because Moriarty is evil, but Sherlock Holmes is like a total sociopath who's such a prick to everyone around him. He might as well be evil. <laughs> I mean, I guess he does have his soft, cumber snitchy. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, it's probably also something to do with the um, the time period, and the the kind of the creature comforts and the fascination with oh. historical like the nostalgia dramas. for for old England. Um, yeah. One of the things we were, I think we were talking. I can't remember if I was. I think we were talking about this recently. Um, one of the things that I love about Tolkien's writing, but this applies equally to Sherlock Holmes. Mm. Oh yeah, with the, like, the, the pipe. Oh my god, like reading the original Conan Doyle novels for me, like, yeah, I love Sherlock and I'll binge Sherlock and I've seen the Guy Ritchie movies like several times. I love this character. I've seen every episode of House like twice or Guy Ritchie was a um, musician. Uh, I don't know. He might be. He's definitely a director though. He's the director of Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch and several other really, really great um, English director. But um, when it comes to like the actual books... The thing that I love, I think, most is, like, the description of, like, they sit down to breakfast and, like, they're describing, like, the kippers and they're describing, like, the hot sausages and how they're being cooked under the grill and, like, Lestrade shows up and there's they're always, like, making cups of tea and at, in the evening they'll have warmed brandy and Sherlock Holmes, they, they really, that's a great book for, um pipe lovers so like uh adam i know you're listening to this podcast because you're probably driving somewhere and trying desperately to stay awake that's when he listens to us oh um and uh, of course adam, alan stay awake adam stay don't awake die. adam <laughs> don't fall asleep fall Mm-mm. asleep 
Watch the center okay. line fading. Okay. Um, yeah, so Adam, Alan, I know you guys are both big pipe smokers. And actually, I don't know if Sitsy's listening to this, but Sitsy just recently started smoking a pipe. Ugh. Last time I was down Look there, everybody was, getting all refined and shit. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was, he, we definitely had some cigars while we were down there, and because that Ugh. that first night, man, whoa, what a party! Nasty. Um, but yeah, he's he's switched over and he's uh, smoking a pipe now too, which I'm always happy to see a new pipe smoker in the world. I think it's a pretty think, damn dapper. It's relaxing. It's it's like a ritual, and that's a big part of the Sherlock Holmes thing is we get into the ritual. He'll like contemplatively sit there with his long white fingers and pack his pipe and think and talk out loud to john um watson of course but you know he'll sit there and he'll smoke a pipe and he'll judge how hard a problem is by how many batman. pipes he has to smoke batman what about batman batman, batman is another iteration of sherlock he Holmes? even has fucking watson robin Alfred? oh robin i guess do you think that's a sherlock holmes thing yeah 100 percent oh. I mean, he's a super detective. There's that, but there's so much other stuff. Like the, I think, I think Bat, maybe Batman started as a Sherlock Holmes. He does the martial arts stuff. Oh yeah, that is true. I think Batman's like Sherlock Holmes to the nth degree. I see that as like maybe a tenuous connection, but I I do like Mm -hmm. it. I do like it. But yeah, the you're the creature comfort thing. You hit it like right on the head uh-huh. when they're sitting by like the fire. I don't know. Just a, any writer who can make me feel cozy reading a book, you know, like with descriptions of frock coats and waistcoats and blazing fires and kippers mm-hmm. and hot rolls and that sort of shit. I they've got my Kippers. heart. Ugh. They've got my heart immediately. <laughs> so yeah, so you think that's what it is? I do. Everybody likes a know it all. Everybody likes a brain. Everybody person. secretly likes a know-it-all. Do you think it's also people like to believe that they could be that clever if they just applied themselves a touch? Probably. Because I'll tell you, every time, <laughs> I, every time I fall down the rabbit hole of a Sherlock Holmes character, I start reading more, and I like watch to see if your <laughs> eyes dilate when you say, I lo- you know, that you love me and stuff, to find out if you really do or don't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I, I do read like one page more a day. Um, <laughs> You watched a little bit of Sherlock Holmes. Do you like it? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. It, is it because of Benedict Cumberbatch? I just I don't like him. Why? What is it about? I want <sighs> I want to get you on record as to why you don't like Benedict Cumberbatch. I I just I guess I just don't understand the obsession and the fangirly reaction to him. Do you think? Okay, but we we talked about this. In the he show, has a really nice voice. I think he should only do animated films. Except he can't say the word. Sorry, penguins. I know. Penguins. 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 <laughs> um, but uh, okay, we we're both on the same page. Benedict Cumberbatch, phenomenal actor. He is very yeah. talented. We actor. loved um, Imitation, Imitation Game. Game. Such a great movie. So I just made wanna, me cry. I just want to get um, your shallowness on record. So what is what? it about Benedict You're Cumberbatch that asshole. you don't like, though? If he's a great actor with a great voice, is it could it be the way he looks bothers you? He's fugly. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Oh, sorry. I'm sure he is a wonderful and pleasant human being. Benedict I just do Cumber not sad. find him oh, attractive. I'm, if he's if he's listening right now. Oh, uh, I'm sure. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to talk to him. I'd love to hang out with him. Mm. Um, and we were talking just the other day. It turns out he is an amazing person. He's like one of the biggest defenders of the LGBTQ community. Super diehard defender of like marriage equality and stuff, and just a generally good dude. Just. Just looks a little off. 
I always thought he'd make a good Doctor Who because he's got that kind of goofy look to him, and he's got those like weird big eyes and that like mop of hair. Anywho, huh? We're we're now we're just we're down the Moffat hall because Doctor Who is another Moffat creation, like Sherlock is. All right, so that's what I'm watching. You watching anything good? No. We, we tried to watch Murder, She Wrote the other day. It didn't really hit for us. Watch some NCIS. I don't, like, regularly watch anything right now. Yeah. Are you reading anything I know everybody right is now? freaking out about Walking Dead, but... Walking I Dead? still yeah. have not gotten into it. We stalled out on Stranger Things. <clears throat> Which what? is so stupid because it's excellent. I know. It's a great show, but what, what was it? You, I think we just we were like, out? okay, well, we can't keep watching this. We have to go about our lives and just mm. never got back to it. Yeah, it's such a good show. And I, it's one of the shows that I'm not allowed to watch without it. <clears throat> right. That's a big part of it. Oh, God. Well, that's what we'll do after we're done with this. We'll we watch. still haven't finished we'll, Twin Peaks. We'll watch. Oh, that's understandable, though. That show oh, it turned into dog shit two. in season two. Holy man. So, like, there's, <clears throat> there's good glimpses, but man, that show just it turned into garbage. What a, Did they like switch writers or something? No, it's the same crew. It's just like, well, the first season I think is like 12 episodes long or something. So it's it's relatively short and contained. Then season two is 22 or 24 episodes long. And they just kind of let David Lynch do whatever because it was such a runaway hit. And he just got too weird, I think. He went too weird with it because no, now- it's just too boring. There's nothing happening at all. Right. But like I don't know, and then there's so like, you think if they just like cut out all the fluff and made it twelve episodes again, it would just yeah, be it, just like, as keep good. It, keep it sharp because I mean, mm-hmm. in season two, what was the last episode we watched? We're we're now getting like in season one, you get good weirdness. You get the mm-hmm. dream sequence with the backwards oh, lines. Oh, dude, yeah. You get the tall man in the room. You get like yeah, the giant. Yeah, you get like oh the, my god, I just realized he is Lurch. He is Lurch, yeah, from huh. um, 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 um the monsters. No, Adam's family, sorry. Oh, man, I just... I was, that was a glare and I a half. <laughs> skated deadly close to the edge there, folks. Um, no, but like in season two, we're getting just nonsense weirdness. The last episode we saw, it was the woman dressed up as the Chinese man goes to visit the guy in prison and he ends up like sucking on her toes. Oh. Do you remember that? Uh, like, yes. why the fuck? Uh. Did we what? Like, what was the point of that? There was no reason for that except for David Lynch was like, "I'll bet this would make a very interesting scene." He plays the deaf guy, the deaf FBI agent. <laughs> oh, um, um, in the show, we haven't even gotten. Maybe to it was David sort of Duchovny. like kiss my boot. Well, I mean, yeah, but like you could have done or like lick my boot, like right. lick my boot, or kiss my boot, or whatever. Kiss my ring, <laughs> or like smell the glove. It's cold. <laughs> smell the glove. Um, there's going to be another spinal tap. Like my love pump. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I know. right? Like, isn't that just what you needed? But like, we did not need to see an extended shot of like a grown 40 year old, relatively unattractive man sucking on like a fat woman dressed as an Asian man, putting on a terrible accent and like sucking on her old gross wrinkly toes. Didn't hey, they were painted though. They were painted, but that doesn't take the wrinkles off of them or like the what? fact that she's been tromping what? around in those shoes all day. Ew, I mean, I'm sure that's, that's some, true. somebody out there. That's their cup of tea. But <sighs> just, I was like, can't bring back the tall man or the woman with the log or let's skip ahead to when David Duchovny oh, shows log up. woman. David Duchovny is in season two. He plays in, he David Duchovny is in Twin Peaks. As, we just have never gotten to He her. plays a trans <laughs> uh, transgender FBI agent. Oh, like, yes. I've seen photos of that. And yes. I've always been like, that's totally him, isn't it? So like, we need to get to that stuff and get past all the weird yes, please. foot licking and like the weird, oh my God. And then there's the, 
I think you just talked me back into watching it. Because of David Duchovny? I really yeah. want to get to him. He's so good. I want Californication. Never watched a show faster in my life. But like, and the other thing about Twin Peaks, and I promise I'll get off it because <laughs> how much can you talk about the bad aspects of this show? Mm. Um, but like, I'm really, really over the um, the like. My sperms are bad. Yes. But my sperms turned out to be good, but maybe they're bad. Why are you pregnant? I'm, I'm just so pregnant. Oh, yeah. I'm over that relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I mean too. Really, I don't like either of those characters at all. But in the beginning, they're really perfect for each other, though. They were, and you know what? He was amazing in season one. He was like one of the best characters. Remember when he shot that dude? Yeah, he was all, he was all sad. Yeah, like <laughs> he's a great character, but it, it just derailed. It derailed. Maybe we'll just twin. Maybe that's what we'll do tonight. We'll ignore Twin Peaks, and you can crochet, and it'll be playing in the background. I'll pet the dog, and cool. the moment David Duchovny shows up on screen, the show is gonna get good again. I just know it. All right. Okay. Moving on. We went for a walk today. We gathered a bunch of tree branches and... Bow ranches. ranches. We got... What did we else do we get? We got mushrooms. Um, we got... Uh, did we get any acorns? Yep. Acorns, pine cones. Pine cones. Bits of... Why did we do bark. all this? Why did we do all this, bird? Why? <laughs> Tell us. It's for my Halloween costume. What are you going to be this year? I'm going to be a wood nymph or dryad. Dryad? Mm-hmm. Is that the Greek? They're no? both terms for the same thing. Oh, okay. So why do they have two terms for them? No, never mind. That's a stupid question. Mm. So what's your what does your costume entail? I know you did well, Kayla, so let me see. Off the top of my head, you're gonna do like antler branches, sort the, of br- like, doing like a headpiece. Like a headpiece of, yeah. of like mushrooms and branches and a bird in a bird's nest. Yeah. And you got a gray um like a gray long sleeve, like clingy shirt and a gray uh, super tight trousers. Super Leggings. Tight. Leggings. I know. They're like not work appropriate. <laughs> Absolutely not. I wear them to work. I can tell your religion looking into those pants. Let me tell you what. And you're a woman, so that's very hard to do normally. <laughs> um, yeah, and you're going to paint uh, like birch Probably going to make my boss very uncomfortable. No, you've got the scarf. You've got the, the sarong. Yeah. You'll be fine. Um, but yeah, you're going to paint birch bark on that. You got anything else going mm-hmm. on? Um, oh, your makeup. You got makeup. green lipstick, which is... Oh, it's so awesome. Oh, <laughs> God, every time I see it, it's just... <laughs> it's like um, like Amazing Poison Ivy shade it lipstick. It is really it's very dark. It's like Ivy, a yeah. deep emerald. It's really beautiful. Yeah. So I'm going as Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> I, I'm i not brave enough to shave my head because I know I have a really wicked... Oh, that's what we were supposed to do today. Go to Portland and get the yes. Hunter S. Thompson. We don't have enough money. Did you get paid today? No, I get yeah. paid on like... Yeah, then we definitely don't have enough money to be doing that. That's trust me. very true. <laughs> We'd go to Portland and I'd be like, uh, let's go to the dollar store and see if I can find a Hawaiian shirt. But no, I'm going to I'm gonna go Hunter You're S. running out of time. I know. I'll, I'll have to go sometime um, like this week or weekend. Um, but yeah, I didn't have the, the balls to shave my head because I know I've got a terrifying mole <laughs> up there that looks like, uh, you know, like ringworm or Lyme disease or cancer. It's not. I went and got it checked out and it's literally just like the most hideous mole you've ever seen. It's a life. weird looking mole. It's weird. But you, uh, it looks like a tick bite. And you have a lumpy cranium. I, you know what? You know what, though? Like, it's a good cranium. I've seen it on film. I've edited this this noggin bald and it doesn't look bad. It you looks- have flat spots. Oh my god, I'm so self-conscious now. <laughs> but my hair looks good, right? Like yes. when I have yep. hair on my head, I look fine. Thank God. Fuck. Are you gonna be okay? <laughs> we talked about this. In, we talked about this the other day. Um, 
If I start going bald, I, I refuse, human beings of the planet, I refuse to be a balding man. I If I start losing hair, I'm shaving it all off. Are you going to be able to live the rest of your life with old lumpy cream yes. over here? You sure? Yes. Should I? I'll make you a hat. Should, oh my God! <laughs> you backstabbing harpy woman! It's I'll okay, make I know how to crochet. Hats, she says. Um, would It'll you? Be fancy. Fancy crocheted hats. Yeah, that'll be great. I'm going to be at. I'll be a hit down at the dog park in my cardigans and my fancy crocheted hats. Hope you're ready for dudes coming home with me i'm like bro i met this really ha- this really friendly fella down at the dog park and the guy's like oh you're married i didn't know well that's a very fine hat you have crocheted for him um your name is and you're like bird and he's like that's a gorgeous name and says your husband by and leaves <laughs> crocheted hats i'll put right? faux fur on it <laughs> sequins and everything <laughs> Uh, you know what? I hope I go bald just so I can get that hat oh, on my God. head. Um, should I should you I would. should I bick it and Grant Morrison it, or should I Jason Statham it and buzz it down and but leave like weird like leave hair on my head? Weird just, patches of hair. Well, no, Please bick it. Like just bick it, bick it all the way down, Please. Grant Morrison, it, and I'll just get this surgically removed and yes. start getting cranium surgery to make my head perfectly shapely so that you're attracted to me again. Get. Just imagined you with like a smooth egg-shaped head. It was very disturbing. <laughs> well, you know, putting little little fat pads. You can get it over your flat. You spot. can get addicted to the knife. You know, it's a Ooh, thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, I'm just gonna leave my hair a little bit longer. If you look at pictures of Hunter Thompson when he was a younger man, had a little bit of hair. Honey, he actually. sure is, and he's like thin and kind of muscly, and he's always writing, which is the sexiest part for me. I'd <laughs> if he hadn't shot himself directly in the head, I'd marry him. Oh, jeez, he's super dead. What are we doing for Halloween? I don't know. You kind of kicked out something the other day on I think Facebook, which I really liked, which was watch Evil Dead. Oh, watch John Carpenter's mm-hmm. Halloween and fucking gorge on. Walk and roll dumplings. Mm, dumplings. We found this. Oh, little... Alan and Aaron, you guys missed it. Oh, uh, well, no, didn't they? They got it, right? I don't think they had the dumplings. They didn't have the dumplings, but they were the ones who helped us, like, discover walk and roll. Mm-hmm. Okay, walk and roll. We got our new thing now. It's our new jam. <laughs> our new thing is uh, want the wonton soup and fried dumplings. Their <laughs> orders, their fried dumplings will just make you forget human decency. You'll just be like <laughs> shoving these grease-packed pork pack pockets into your face, <laughs> rubbing the sauce into your skin because oh. there's not enough dumpling left and you're sucking your fingers to the bone. Oh my god. Their dumplings are very, very good. So is that what we're doing on Halloween? We're watching like scary movies, eating dumplings. I almost want to go out. But where would we go? Portland. Up to Portland? Just go go up there in our costumes and walk around like freaks? Yeah. I'm sure there are clubs that we could go to. Clubs? Mm, Yeah. Halloween clubs. Okay. Cool. I'm down. I know. I just feel like we don't really know anybody. So let's just go out. Be social, yeah. Go to a bar dressed up as yeah. stuff and drink. What if we go to Portland and like we're on the East Coast and it's kind of conservative over here? But Portland's really wacky. But what would you do if we like showed up at a bar and like walked in and no one was in costume? Oh please! No, I'm I'm asking hypothetically because it does seem unlikely. But hypothetically, we walk into a bar, no one is in costume, and I'm dressed as like the most outlandish drug-addled journalist of all time, and you're dressed as a dryad. 
rock that shit. We just rock it. Yep. I sit down and order a straight scotch, and you get a cider, and we just sit there and, and interact with everybody. Do we stay in? Okay. Second plan. Do we go in character, or do we just go as people in costumes? Oh, my God. Because I can, I can, well, you know, I can totally Hunter Thompson. Well, if we were going to go in character, what we'd actually do is I'd go stand in the woods for freaking like four <laughs> hours. Well, no, I could be. Um, I've been looking for uh, for the the American Dream, and instead I found a wooden dimp. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty high. I almost sound like a really horrible, horribly racist version of like a Native American there. Mm. No, no. Who did I um, sound like? I'll have to watch some more videos of them to uh, you know get my Hunter Thompson voice down. Serial killer. Serial killer. Which one? I Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't know. Mm, we'll come back to that. All right. So, anyway. I mean, my you've got me at dumplings. Whatever else we do, I don't care. If if I've got dumplings in my system, I'm I'm comatose <sighs> with happiness. All right. What else is new? We should we should talk more about things. Things and stuff, stuff and things. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of a way to segue from dumplings to oh, mm, you know what dumpling. else is you know what else is a, a sort of glowing pocket of goodness other than a dumpling it's your new website oh, oh, <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, oh. I don't know what to do here oh bird has a new website <laughs> she um my no. heart hurts right now nope 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 we just gotta keep <laughs> hammering it home just keep pushing okay. it until it goes okay push it till it gives um okay <laughs> okay uh, so you have a new website up. Yes, I do. Theartistbird.com. Yeah. Is that what it is? Just there's no yes. dots or anything? Nope. I'm just so used to seeing your Instagram, the.artist.bird. And that's my email too, so. Okay. So, but it's just theartistbird.com? Yes, sir. Squarespace? Yes. Yeah, how'd you like it? I think um, I recommended it to you, right? It's very sleek. It's it that, seems to be pretty user-friendly. Um, It reminds me a lot of Behance. Hear that, Squarespace? No, no, no. Not, it's better than Behance in all ways. Hear that, Squarespace? Give us money. We'll pimp your product. I, I use it too. This is how. This is actually that's the platform that this podcast goes out on. Please give us money. I'm begging you. Um, so you dig it? I don't know. Yeah, and just so many other people recently have been using it. Um, that's what Alan, Alan and Erin. What's I their think, website? Shout it out. Um, shit. Oh, what a bad sister it's and slash like sister in law. Collective or something like that. Okay. All right. Um, Hang on. Yeah. I will find it. You look it up. I'll keep talking beep about back, your website. Beep, so she just, um, Bird's been talking about doing this for a while. She put up a website. She just uh, built a Squarespace website, which is basically, it's like your your artist landing page. It's got your portfolio. It's got your sketchbook. You're going to do a storefront. Okay, close. Where, what is it? Shugcreative.com. Shugcreative.com. S-C-H-U-G creative. And if you can't spell creative, fuck you, dot com. <laughs> Not all that last stuff Shug that I fuck said. Shugfuckyou.com. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Alan and Aaron, that's SCS copyright maximum. Spinoff. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, shugcreative.com. But uh, it's, okay, so your website, theartistbird.com, it's yes. it's like, okay, it's got your portfolio, it's got your sketchbook. Hey, well, at some point. You don't have your I portfolio ever, up yet. I don't have one what to you, speak of, really. What do you have up right now? Your sketchbook? Personal artwork, sketchbook, blog. Personal artwork, sketchbook, blog. And the personal artwork, that's where you're like dumping all the watercolor paintings in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then sketchbook, where are you going to put the graphic novel stuff when you're working on That'll it? That'll go under um, portfolio. Under portfolio? Yeah. Okay, and are you going to put... 
uh, like your sketches from the graphic novel stuff up, or is that already up? Like the your character designs and stuff. The sketches are in um, <clears throat> personal right now because they're just sketches. They're not finished. I only want to put super polished, perfect pieces in my portfolio. Well, what are you putting in sketches? Is I guess what I'm asking. Because uh, oh, sketches. That stuff would go in sketchbook. Okay, so like your character designs right. and your your like uh, landscape studies and shenanigans like that. Yes. Okay, so how is the graphic novel coming along? Um, I'm sketching. That's good. I saw you doing did, a little you did design. A, you did a character study for like the High Priestess the mm-hmm. other day that was kind of loosely based on Monica Bellucci from Ugh. Spectre. Yes. Because she is the hottie with the body. She is so gorgeous. She is. Monica Bellucci is phenomenal. You know what I like about her? When she's got that glass of cognac in her hand. (laughs) What a classy broad. She gets home. Her husband just died. She knows she's going to fucking die. What does she do? Whips up, just pops a bottle of cognac, walks out to look at the the fountains. If if she's going to get shot in the back of the head like she knows she is, she's going to be drinking some fine, fine XO. I like that lady. She's classy as shit. Um, you know, she is married to, um, oh shit, the guy who played the villain in, oh Christ. If you can give me anything, I can probably help you out. I'm pretty good with movies. Um, he he has like a, a super narrow face. He played a villain. He is French. French. <laughs> villain from Casino Royale. No, not the same movie franchise. Hmm. Um, narrow face, villain from movie we've both seen. Uh, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, oh, duh. Comic book movie? No. Um, mm. Like a drama. Um, oh, my God. I'm kicking myself. Man, if you could. Uh, Sorry. Hang nar- on. Narrow face is not enough for me to go on. You you will know his face when you see it. Probably um, will. Maybe not. Who knows? I'm not as smart as I think I am. Um, uh, Vincent Castle is his name. Vincent Castle. Let me see him. Oh, I actually don't recognize him at all. Oh, it's not a good picture of him. Um, career. Ba, 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 ba. This makes for just fascinating. Uh, Adam know. just fell I'm asleep sorry. just now. Shut up! Zipped off the road, killed 11 Mormons. Black Swan. Oh, yeah, that's a yes. shitty picture of that guy. Right? Jesus, that's the worst picture ever. That looks nothing like him. It's because he has a bunch of hair on his face. Yeah. Leave him alone. Oh, he's good in Black Swan. Black Swan's a fucking great movie. Um, Darren Aronofsky, that's who that made that movie. He's, what a great film. Fucking Black Swan. Oh, sorry. Um, actually, pop open your website and open up one of the, um, actually, it's the background for my phone, I think, but let's talk about one of your pieces of art. Um, Ow! Because I, I okay. recommended, I recommended doing this on, like, one of your blog posts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still going to do it. I'm just going to do it with um, my yeah. most recent piece. Okay. And I mean, you could even do it for this one because not everybody listens to this podcast. We do have... Tw- well, I might as well. We I do just... have 29 subscribers according to our feed burner. Which really? Is, yeah, <laughs> 29. That's pretty good, right? 29 people listening to this shit. I love it. I um, mean, well, they're subscribed. doesn't mean they're actually listening. They're just downloading. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thank you for doing that too. And rate and review. Uh, no, but... Uh, You're a stinker. So what, one of the things I was thinking you should do, <clears throat> could do for your website was um, do breakdowns of your pieces. Because like your art is gorgeous, do obviously. Breakdown. One of the things that I'd be really curious about would be to see... Because you're doing really witchy artwork right now, for lack of a thank better you. term. I know. I love it. Um, but, you know, it's like looking at... 
It's what I loved about um, my art classes in high school. I mean, you took art, college art classes, so of course you're much, much better than me in all ways. But um, that's what I loved about um, like the art, money. the art his- <clears throat> history portion of my classes in high school was like learning what the artists themselves had to say about like certain because you'd see a piece and you'd be like that's fucking gorgeous and then you'd hear kind of the story behind it a little bit and like why Mm -hmm. they made certain choices i've always been really interested in process and in like inspiration and things like that so the the piece that resonates most with me is your you did a painting a watercolor painting of grant morrison okay yeah um and is that the one you took notes on yeah okay thank god because i didn't (laughs) i didn't want to pick one that i didn't want to be like so you did this ink study or you did this sketch five years ago, and here's what I want to talk about. No, but um, the your painting of Grant Morrison, it's on your website, so people can go yep. find it. Um, there's just so much going on. It's like sort of this beautiful study in blues, but the, like there, uh, there's so many. There's a lot of occult symbolism in the piece, and there's a lot of uh, like specifically occult symbolism that has that relates to Grant Morrison. So, can you take me through? Some of it or yeah. all of it? Um, yeah, I can walk through you through pretty much all of my choices. Before we do that, what what made you decide to do this piece? Why, like, why Grant Morrison? Why'd you pick him? Um, it actually just sort of like popped into my head one day. Mm. Um, I I don't know. I just like popped into my head. I was like, if I was going to do a piece of religious artwork, mm-hmm. who would I put? in my artwork like who rather than who would be like my my quote-unquote like deities or saints so like rather or than heart on the outside jesus oh heart on the outside jesus heartburn jesus heartburn jesus right <laughs> <laughs> so rather than heartburn jesus who would be like your your saints right mm-hmm. right and then like boom i just had this vision <laughs> I had a vision from God. Which Graham Morrison? No, not God, but Graham Morrison would totally appreciate you know, that. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, of course, Grant Morrison would be number one because he's such an inspiration um, for you magically and, I guess, spiritually. Mm-hmm. And for me, artistically, creatively, um, and career-wise. Right. Um, so what I did was I just tried to sort of um mimic religious um well there is yeah there's like a halo going on well yeah yeah i tried to sort of mimic the traditional religious catholic art kind of play in like the catholic motif sort of is that what you're saying motif no like but like sort of make my own religious art using um stylistic choices and um kind of the layout Mm -hmm. that's already in place for that okay um so yeah i did so i'm misusing the term motif is what we just just learned all right i was lied to in college not worth the money folks um okay so yeah so you so i i used that same layout and i sort of changed some things Mm -hmm. um like that triangle layout is super oh, famous yeah, in yeah, religious yeah, yeah. paintings like and the, i just did the same thing here and i put my saint quote unquote right in the middle with a halo right okay it's not really halo but interesting all right so do you want to start i mean because i i'm really interested in like what everything is like symbolic mm-hmm. for or metaphoric because uh, <clears throat> all right so yeah I, I just took like really basic notes um 
All right, yeah. So, just where do you want to start? There's because there's several. I I, I think there's sigils in here. Mm-hmm. There's a lemniscate. There's like various patterns which are not like obvious symbols. Why don't we start with the the one that's glaring, the one on his face? What is okay? That um that is the Cretan seven seven path um sorry seven okay. path labyrinth. Is there there's multiple um, different types of labyrinths? Yeah, this one is, um, I, I guess, from Crete. Okay. Um, and I remembered seeing this somewhere. I think I got a postcard with this on it mm. years ago. And it just seemed right for this piece to kind of bring that back. It's kind of interesting how you have things that sort of just gestate yeah, for a long time. And then you're like, oh. I need that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it sort of looks like a brain. So it sort of represents the mind and it um, symbolically represents um, like thought, meditation, um, the path of life. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and this one specifically, the the Cretan one, um, some people also say relates to the seven major chakras of the body. Mm-hmm. And I use sort of a, a teal color to represent blue woad. What's blue woad? Um, it's the paint that Scottish ancient Scottish warriors put on their bodies. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. And it's also um, Grant Morrison. For those of you who don't know, is Scottish. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I had no idea that that's what that that's what that. Wow, my yeah. God, you went and you went like way in depth with this. I love the so it's sort of like got a good brain. Oh my God, you're not kidding. You got a labyrinthine brain, but yeah. So he's got he's got the Cretan labyrinth painted on his face. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, that's amazing. I can't. <laughs> sorry, the blue wood thing and the Scottish warrior <laughs> just blew my brain open. You're amazing. Um, all right, so like moving just past his head, there's mm-hmm. a halo back there. Is it just mm-hmm. a halo, or is there more going on with the halo? Um, it's a halo made from um, a view of a dodecahedron, which is a twelve-sided platonic solid. Like an unfolded, exploded view of a dodecahedron. Um, or? it's sort of like if you looked at one side of a wire frame of this and oh. collapsed it in, okay. so that it was flat. So why the dodecahedron? Well. It represents the spiritual in sacred geometry. I actually have a dodecahedron tattooed on me. As does your brother. I yes, he does. Wow. Um, so for those of you at home, like just now, this was just now was the first time Bird glanced down at her notes. She's just been saying all this for memory. So I'm I'm actually quite I'm more impressed than I was expecting to be because usually she's such a letdown. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally hey. joking. No, but like seriously, like that I'm blown away by how much you have in your fucking brain right now, babe. Um, um okay, so the the his halo is a uh, collapsed or collapsed view of a dodecahedron, mm-hmm. which is the spe- uh, the symbol for spiritual the spiritual the spiritual in yeah spiritual geometry. Yes, sacred geometry. Sacred geometry. <clears throat> so it just represents the spiritual plane, um, spirituality. So it makes sense that that would be the, the higher halo. self, the divine. Yeah. I uh, the we'll get to the lemniscate in a second, but there's a little s- tiny hidden thing like mm-hmm. right above his head. I think it's a sigil. There are two personal sigils in the piece, and they're both in brown. Okay, but why brown? 
Um, it just fit with the color theme. Aha, there. Now it's just art. Okay. It's not, oh my God. Everything can't be as clever as Blue Woad. I'm glad you were just like, because <laughs> brown's pretty. <laughs> Jeez, you, like you were too far ahead of me for a second there. Um, you, I, you don't have to, I guess, no, you don't have to tell what your personal sigils Mm-mm. mean. Absolutely nope. not. But um, do you want to go in briefly to what sigils are? <laughs> um, so this is maybe This is probably more, more your wheelhouse. Right. Um, a sigil is like, um, basically it's a, a visualize, a visual form glyph of a desire, a deep seated desire that you have. And what you do is through a process, which I can cover in maybe a later episode on like witchiness or, or magic or whatever. Um, you, you go through a series of sort of like ritualized steps to convert your deep seated desire into its visual, a visual sort of witchy little glyph symbol representation thing, like a little symbol that stands for that desire. And then through like deep concentration and focus, you you give that image power and then you just let that desire go. And where did this concept come from? From Grant Morrison. I first heard about <laughs> I first heard about sigils through and you did too through Grant Morrison. Um, and the big thing about sigils was, and I, I we've, Bert and I have covered this before, I'm sure. The sigils are the same color brown as his eyes. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> because you only have one color brown in the, in your That's pink. That's not true. I can mix. No, I'm teasing. Um, but the thing about sigils that Bert and I talked about was like, I'm, I'm pretty skeptical of this, this sort of stuff. I, I used to be, uh, uh, not anymore. Jesus. I'm like definitely way more credulous than I used to be. But, uh, um, I used to be more skeptical about this tar- sort of thing, but sigils seemed like kind of easy to do. So that was my first thing I ever experimented with and played around with. And what I found with what? Trent is giving me the like the worst guilty making looks. You hearing Sarah McLachlan? Yes. She's yeah. Trinity's in her crate right now. <laughs> and this, I'm a bad In mom. the arms of the angels is playing. Um, but the thing about sigils was every single one that I did worked. So from that point, like that was all I needed. And then I was sold. And then I got really into like deep Gnostic meditation and I haven't looked back. It's been, it's been like pretty trippy. Um, but yeah, so that's what so that's what sigils are. So you have two personal ones. Is mm-hmm. it that and that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a great sigil. It's super, Thank super you. Chicken. All right, lemniscate. Go into the lemniscate, or uh, other also known as the infinity symbol. Well, that is an image straight from tarot, unless I'm mistaken. You took that it from is. Tarot. Yeah, I I was. <laughs> it's inspired. over the head of the magician. Yes, which Key obviously um, is totally appropriate mm. for or is Grant it Key Morrison. Two? Key one might be key one might be the the priestess and key two might be the magician. I'm not sure. Zero is the one fool. is the fool. Oh, zero, zero is, is the, the fool. fool. So one might be the magician, and then we move on. But anyway, it's not important. It's a very early key. But yeah, the lemniscate goes over the head of the magician. Is that why you're symbolizing Grant that's, Morrison as the magician? That's part of it. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's why I used the lemniscate over his head was partly because of that, and also um, outside of representing. Um, infinity or timelessness, right. um, the cyclical nature of the world or the universe, mm-hmm. um, mankind, whatever. Um, it al- also represents balance, the material world and, um, and the, the spiritual. spiritual world, which a lot of these actually represent. The symbols that you use? Yeah. Interesting. A lot of, a lot of balance, a lot of spiritual versus material. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. The, uh, the lemnus kit is, there's a, a great thing about that in, I won't get into it cause it's really long and extremely complex and I will never be able to remember all of the details, but it, you can read Grant Morrison's thoughts on this particular symbol in his gigantic comic book, the invisible. Interesting. It's super cool. All right. I didn't even know that. Now, um, what is this? I have no idea. The <laughs> blue, there's a blue triangle above the lemnus kit which has a line cutting off the top of it. It basically looks like the um, like the pyramid on the money is what it looks like to me. What it's, is it? al- it's from alchemy. Interesting. Okay. It's a symbol for air. For air. Why mm-hmm. air? Um, because Does I'm pretty this sure... Does birth? I think so, yeah. I think Aquarius is, is ruled by ruled. air. Okay. Um, but it also... Grant Morrison is an Aquarius. He is an Aquarius. Damn it. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't know that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I should know everything about him. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, um, which, it's really interesting. Like, um, Aquariuses are known for being so like perfect, movers and yeah. shakers and um, deep thinkers. So it it's perfect that... Um, oh, I skipped ahead, sorry. Jeez, yeah. I need this for reference. I know. Um, okay, so um, Aquarius is ruled by air. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um but it's also a symbol for communication, intelligence, um, mm. masculinity, or the male, which comes up a lot in this piece as well. Right. Um, really? Yeah. Are yeah, we going to get there? Yeah, those, those? two, yeah. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. the color blue, traditionally. Masculine. Masculine. Why? Why go with all the masculine, masculine, masculine? It just, I don't know. Felt it, right? or It just, I don't know. Um, it just lined up. Okay. I guess yeah. it just happened that way. Okay. Um, so is there more with the alchemical symbol? Um, and this also represents the spiritual. So spirituality so you're just again. Hammering the spiritual home. It just I don't know. That's good. That's good. Um, okay. Um, there's two symbols, one over each shoulder. Uh, did you pick the sides? Yes. I had a yeah. I was wondering if that was a if there was a meaningful choosing of the um, sides. Did you do right brain, left brain? Is that how you yeah. broke it down? Yes, I'm guessing. I'm guessing things left and right. Okay. And, and balance again. So over his left shoulder, this is the symbol. I think this is an elemental symbol for. Is this just the symbol of the atom? Or of, no, of hydrogen. No. Of no. It looks like Dr. Manhattan's I know. Forehead. It's the wow. astrological symbol for the sun. Okay, the astrological symbol for the sun. Okay, yeah. why that? Um, the sun, of course, represents um, the masculine power, right. um, intelligence, wisdom, thought, all that again, um, mm. passion. Um, let me check here. Do, 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 Second do. time she's looked at her notes. Um, she's... Oh, the patriarch. So goddamn. The son smart. is the the patriarch of the. Okay, so how does this tie into your piece as a whole? Um, how do you find this to be relevant to, or do you not remember because it was so long? I ago? don't remember, uh, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, I mean, this would be, this might be considered, a, a, well, again, if we do ever do an episode on magic, which I'd love to do, I can talk about hyper sigils. This might be mm-hmm. an example of what Grant Morrison considers a hyper sigil, which he invented. That's a concept invented by Grant Morrison. Um, so. I'm sure it, again, had to do with like the planetary rulers of shit and of Aquarius and such. the masculine. And sure. Okay. All that. Um, um, do you have? Oh, more? it also represents the will. The will. Okay, yeah, that's pretty perfect for him as well. 
especially given that he's a Crowleyan. Um, and or I'm sorry, Crowleyan. The one over his right shoulder is the planetary symbol for Uranus. Uranus. Why Uranus? <sighs> Uranus rules Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, sky god. Um, it's all about nonconformity, mm-hmm. awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, like the mind again and that sort of so thing. So a lot of this was just... Um, like his birth sign was so fucking it's accurate. So perfect. For him. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, um, you have tons more notes. I've run out of symbols on your piece. Um, um well, I have stuff. I have a little bit more on Uranus. Okay. Um, the symbol that I included on this one is not like the the common symbol mm-hmm. for um, Uranus. The the usual one is sort of like it looks like the male symbol. Okay. But it has the dot in the center like the sun one here because it is a combination. Did you choose that to differentiate <clears throat> the two symbols more? Because they would look kind of similar with the dot in the circle and the I just didn't like the way it looked and mm-hmm. I liked them the meanings behind this other one more. There's different meanings for this symbol. This yeah. with what are they? Um well this one doesn't include the spear of, of um I think it's a spear of Aries. Mm-hmm. Um which the, the male sign his right. arrow is a spear. Phallic? Right. Yeah. But it still has this sun included in there. It's got a little bottom, circle yeah. at the bottom there. Mm-hmm. But the um, the cross in the center of the symbol mm-hmm. is supposed to represent balance in the material, mm-hmm. if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. So a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. This is and an the, older um, piece of hers. And the curving arms on the outside are supposed to represent the spiritual. Interesting. So again, so again the, the connection with the balance, and the balance between yep. the, the corporeal and the spiritual. Do you have any more notes on this piece? On the symbol specifically or other no, choices the, that I made within it? Other choices that you... Do you have any more notes? Is there more you want yeah. to talk about? Way to go. Um, so the left brain, right brain thing, mm-hmm. the reason I chose to put the symbols where I put them. Right. Oh, the ones over his shoulders. Yeah. They're actually very similar, so it's difficult to choose which went where. Sure. But I ultimately went with um, the right side is supposed to be more creative. It's more linked with the feminine. Right. Um, and the spiritual. So that's why I put Uranus over the right shoulder. Right. And over the left shoulder, I put the sun, which is more pure masculine. Sure. Um, the material, that sort of thing. <clears throat> and, you know, I didn't know this. I just learned this. Um the left brain is also supposed to have to do with um, language processing, and your right, the right side of your brain is supposed to do with um, visual processing. Really? Yeah. Cool, huh? Yeah. I mean, and Grant Morrison, I mean, more just nerdiness about this guy. He famously, he's a writer, obviously, so language, but he uh, also famously draws every single comic that he writes. So he, he originally wanted to be an artist. He didn't even want to be a writer. Mm-hmm. But he realized he could get more Perfect than, balance of both. I know. It's <laughs> just like, it's like you were meant to draw this. Um, so this is in your personal folder, right? Yes, it is. Okay. So, and then you did a, you did a detail as well. You have mm-hmm. a, you have, do you have three of this in there? Yes, I, oh. What? Because um, when I scanned this yeah. at fucking Staples... It just was the worst uh-huh. scan I've ever <laughs> do gotten. Have, do you have the shit scan in here? Uh, that one is it. I 
did some photo editing on it and that's the best oh, it's going to get and that's just not this even is that the great scan. this one's not yeah. terrible well it just it doesn't really do justice not, to the actual piece you're um, right um so you're going to have to so i included from, a photo yeah. from um instagram on there and oh, okay. then a photo that i took of it yeah. framed already this is a great picture <sighs> all right so uh i guess so you're eventually going to have a storefront on your website, right? Where hell, you sell... Hell yeah, <laughs> buy my shit. Where you sell prints and shit. Um, yes. Is, are you going to do a print of this? I would like to, yeah. I'm. The whole reason I scanned it was so that I could have a copy to print. Right. So I'll have to take this out of the frame and um, get it professionally scanned. Okay. You worried about Just it at all? Fucking... No, like the taking it out of the frame. Oh no! Like no. okay, so it's not like perma framed or anything. No, terrible. God no! If it is, you're smarter than that. If it is permanently framed, I'm gonna like beat up. Oh wait, I framed it. You framed this. So it's this? perfect. Don't you, worry about it. You framed this. I did. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah, I guess. So all right, just in general, just in general, how are you? How are, you, how are, are things artistically with you? Oh, Maybe. man, I'm doing so much more art than I was a couple of months Six ago. Months ago so ago. that feels awesome. I feel like I've seen you doing more art lately than I've seen you doing since college. I'm not kidding. If you just... you What? See, oh, yeah. You seem so much more productive than you have since college. I mean, you've done... Totally. Like, you used to do... In college, you used to do... You had to do, like, an X number of sketches a week. And right. it was so... Like, such a high number. And then you were doing finished pieces, you were doing comic book pages back then. And then I think since then, you know, there's been a, a bit of a struggle. There was this big giant beast of Marlin, which we dealt with. Um, uh, still dealing with. Yeah, but like you and I are less dealing with that now. That's Although true. there is some audio stuff we have to do this, uh, maybe this week. Okay. Some, you know what we have to do. Yeah. Um, so we'll get some audio pieces done for Marlin and get those shipped over to my man Dan, who's totally killing it, apparently. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, but you, you, I feel like you're in a really good place artistically. Do you want to, mm-hmm. did we talk about your goal, your promise to yourself? Oh my God, I, I think so. If we haven't, let's reiterate it right now because I'm totally with you on this, by the way. And I think Which I'm, I'm going to re-up on it. Your, um, your deadline, your self-deadline. Oh, I don't know if we talked about that. We didn't. Or this told is, anybody about this that. This is important. <laughs> this, is, this is a big thing. This is something that people should know about and maybe should, should do. Yikes. Go ahead, tell them. Or unless you want me to. I'll spill the beans. I'll do it in a comical, humorous way, which will take all the venom out of it. Oh, God. Come on. Um, so when we moved here, uh, it was so that we could follow our careers and do what we love and follow our passion. And which is why we gotta not work in retail anymore. Right. So when we moved here, I said, okay, my birthday is coming up shortly. You were turning 27. 27. Yep. Uh, when I turn 30, that's my deadline. I am quitting my job at 30 because mm-hmm. I don't want to be working for the man yeah. anymore. In retail. Um, that would be eight years with the same company, and uh, I'm. it's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so... When I turn 30, whether or not I have been successful as an artist, I am quitting. So, 
it's, that's it. I'm quitting. So you better be successful. I better be or I'm going to find another shitty job that I hate. (laughs) Is what we're talking about right here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I, I think I'm with you on that. Um, I'll, I'll just obviously. You have an extra year. Lucky you. I have an extra year. And also I'm, I mean, I'm already working like just three days a week at a shitty job to like pound. I mean, I would love to be able to leave sooner than that, but it seems not very feasible so well now that i've got you on mic let me um i'm gonna corner you into some other questions oh god okay no it's just one (laughs) one really so there's this comic that i i have scripted and which i'm ready to pitch places um do you have i know you're working on like lots of stuff you're doing tons of watercolor paintings and things like that are Mm -hmm. do you have any plans (laughs) any intention at all of doing uh, like some mina pages to so we can have a comic book circling circulating in the in some submission folders and files and places (sighs) maybe maybe if i'm really nice (sighs) do you want me to work on my graphic novel or do you want me to work on that and that's i can't do two things at once i do i want you to work on i would prefer you work on your graphic novel okay and then i'll just I, the big thing is... I know, you can't find an artist. It's terrible, but... The big thing for me is I just... I, I really want to write... It's like, I know, it's dead in the water. I really want to write comics. Like, that's what I'm interested in, but... I, the, I, I thought I, there was a, a new passion for film. In me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but it's not really sustainable, though. Like, I need a lot of money to go out and make a film. Or what? I need to go and... Sh- I need to... I need to. Who said anything about filming them? filming film what do you mean like just write scripts oh yeah yeah yeah. i've been doing that pitch that shit yeah i've been doing that um but the big thing with screenplays is they take so long Uh, like dresden the well originally you wanted to be a novelist so there's not much difference yeah i guess um and there's more money i still want to be a novelist but yeah but i just want to write everything but i i feel like i've written so many scripts i wrote I wrote Wolves of Dresden, I wrote Marlin, I wrote Black Tree Ghost Songs, pretty much, more or less, back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And I have, like, five other screenplay ideas that are like, okay, let's do it, but I just, I need a break from screenplays. Mm-hmm. Because I don't write shorts, really. I don't write 10-minute stuff or 15-minute stuff. I write, it's like... It's all feature length. I write features. And when I'm writing a feature, that's like, I'm sitting down and I'm writing, like, 90 to 100-page scripts with, like, fully... Like these fully realized plots and characters that I need to plan out. It's it's a lot of work, and I do like doing it. And I will. I mean, I've got two ideas right now that I, I really want to write. But I told you the other day I'm not going to write anything new until all my old shit is finished because I, I have a bad habit of writing. What things have like, I been telling you? <laughs> bad habit of writing things like halfway or three quarters of the way, and then being like, "Oh, I have a new idea. I'll come back to this," and I just never do. <clears throat> So right now I'm finishing a novella. It's about 12... I got to about the 12,000 word mark today. It'll probably be 15, 16 minutes done, um, which is like the coolest thing ever. It's this crime noir thing. It's a genre I don't usually write. Um, you know, I, I and I, I'm reading back through it and I'm getting the, the... I love it. I'm really loving the writing that I'm doing, you know? I went back and... Because I, I, uh, I started writing it when we went and visited my parents in uh, Mississippi last year. And uh, we went and visited New Orleans, and I got the idea for it. While I was there, I wrote the first, I think the first section. It's not really chapters, it's like sections. I read the fir- I wrote the first section while we were there, and then I didn't touch it for like four months. And then I just started writing it, and it all came out like um, like I was writing a novel or something and just like plowed through like 2,000 words a day. 
Um, and I'm almost done with it right now. But like reading back through it, I think I, I'm like surprised at how much I enjoy it still. Usually I read back through stuff and I'm like, oh, it's garbage. This is garbage. I hate it. But I'm, I actually really enjoy this. So I think if I can just stay focused on this and finish it, I'll have something that I'll be like kind of proud to send out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, screenplays are in the offing. I'd like to finish the novel that I wrote. Remember the novel from... Oh man, a couple uh, years ago? The, yeah, I wrote a novel a couple years ago and while well, we were still at the Brookton house. Um, and I went through and like started editing it and I saw how much needed to be done. I was like, oh shit, I need to write like five chapters right here. And like I just left notes for myself as I was going like, um, make this work, you know, like shit like that. Ha, uh, <laughs> um, done so, that. So that ended up being like 55,000 words or whatever, like, you know, a short novel length. But it's going to be, when it's done, probably like 75,000 words. So it's a big... So is that your next project? I After I okay. finish this crime noir thing, I'm going to do... I'm going to start working on the novel and do some short stories in there so I don't go fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like my November, December is going to hopefully be finishing the novel. I'm going to do two months and try and like finish it out so it'll be ready for the new year. I like it. So that's where we are. That's our progress report. Listen to us just, just talking about stuff. Um cool. Two-person circle jerk? <laughs> well, not really. It wasn't really a circle jerk because it wasn't like, we're doing so great. It's like, fuck. <laughs> oh my God, we're so far behind. Shit, we only have three years or four years before we're going to quit our jobs. And then, I mean, like this, the lifestyle we're living right now, unless we are successful in three years, this is unsupportable. We're going to be living in like, we're going to have to buy like a double wide trailer and live in like a double wide trailer. <laughs> I mean, I'll fucking do it. Especially in this state, because we can't have a dog anywhere that for a reasonable amount of money. So we'll just have to, like, buy a trailer shack and go park it on a mountain somewhere and eat canned beans and hope that, you know, <laughs> hope that we don't die. Um, so, this is sounding better and better. But we're not going to get to that point because we're going to be successful in three to four years so yeah i would not say this is a circle jerk this was more like a desperate avoidance of the apocalypse (laughs) chat or like uh like we should pack our go bags for when we turn oh boy (laughs) we just bail yeah so i mean there was one other thing i wanted to talk about but we're already at an hour so why don't we two years and nine months that's what i've got left two years nine months yeah Holy shit, that's... Bucked. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm. We'll start worrying about that when we have one year left to go. Because then we... If if nothing's happening and we have one year left to go before you lose your... Basically, your sugar mama job, which is paying for all this shit, uh, we're going to have to figure something out. We'll have to restructure uh. our lives pretty dramatically. But we'll worry about that when we get there. Because we're going to eat you. A lot can happen in two years. And we're going to eat you. All right. Um, there, I did want to talk about this thing, but we can talk about that next time because that's pop- what are we at right now? Um, we're at an hour, <laughs> an hour and two minutes. So it'd be like slightly short for an episode, but I feel like we can talk about this for a long time, and this could make it a nice, it's nice own episode because we talked about art a lot today. Then okay. Again, what's this other stuff? The two are kind of connected. That's all done. Oh, we already chit chatted about all that stuff. So I mean, we could do it. We could just do a short episode. Or is there other stuff you want to talk about? You got anything? No. Yeah, we haven't been consuming. Sick of talking to you. We haven't been consuming much lately, so we don't have a really. Lot yeah, to no. Talk about. We've just been like desperate. Create, 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 create. Yeah. Yeah, in that sort of like frenzy to not starve, which I think is a good place for artists. Frantic. I wrote a blog about it that people seem to like. 
which is uh, like how desperation and starvation are a good place mm. to create work of art. Yeah. Works of art from. Um, oh, I guess there's this me rebranding the website. Mm. Um, yeah, my website's changing a bunch. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna start sort of for just for now because um, I like Marlon's still happening. I'm not. I haven't bailed on Marlon or abandoned Marlon. We're just in a, a very long period of post production. We're in a post production funk. Um, hey, so what's gonna go on with um, the rewards for Marlon contributing to Marlon? Um, I mean, it sort of depends because our finances, our personal finances, are very tight, and I mm-hmm. have no Marlon money left. So, if I can raise like extraneous money, like maybe through selling stories or through selling the yourself EP or myself or whatever, <laughs> if I can raise some money that's outside the budget that we need to live, I mm-hmm. can start like making those i think it's like t-shirts mostly mm-hmm. and there's the album which as soon as dan's done with oh it, we don't get, have the t-shirt file i will with us, get though. digital copies out we can just do it we could do a redesign maybe i don't know no because it was part of the what well we should have it somewhere it should yeah be it's just in marquette no we should it should be on the website is what i'm saying like on the didn't we post it we posted a bunch of places anyway we can figure that out later yeah you can't give that to a printer okay you mean they need a huge like? They would need. File? They would need our file. They would need the okay. original file. Well, so I mean, like, as, if I can get money together, like extra money, I can get as many perks out as possible. Like the big ones, obviously, are the movie, right? Which that's going to be a while, and the soundtrack, which I also have no idea about, like when that's going to happen. Although you know, I, I we could start working on album art. We could get everything ready so the moment that we have it, we can boom dump it and so we just we are not able to do that right now no yeah okay. i can't i can't really get perks out because i either don't have the stuff i don't have the movie i don't have the soundtrack or in the case of for like for example the t-shirt i well you don't have the design so you're the, stuck there we too. don't have the design and like to make any of this like move faster would require funds which i use spent on the movie so you know and i I don't know. Like, as soon as I get extra, as soon as I can get extra money together, or as soon as I start getting things in, like, the big one for me is going to be the soundtrack. Once Mm -hmm. I get the soundtrack in, everybody who contributed is going to get that, and it's going to be, like, such a weight off my mind, because that's mostly what people got. It's like that in the film. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, we're in a really, really long post-production right now. Um, It's not like, oh, well, we've abandoned it because it's taking so long. It's it's happening. Like we're still working on it. Like there are there are sound projects set up where the footage is all sunk together and the soundtrack is being edited. Like it's it's just taking a long time. There have been a lot of setbacks, and the crew is extremely small. It is literally one person. (laughs) So we love you, Dan. Yeah, he's pretty epic. Pretty epic guy. And Bird and I are going to help. Um, there's some like amb- ambient noise and there's some specific sound effects that I need to get. But I'll get that over. But what I'm going to do with the website is phase the Marlin stuff. Not phase it out, but move it to one page rather than make it the all-encompassing thing that drives the website. Because it's just kind of confusing when you go... I'm trying to rebrand sort of to make my website a more personal thing about the writing I do, the music I do the small films that all of your involved. projects yeah all yeah. of my projects and like you know the, the artistic things that i'm doing rather than so this little note to yourself ng's website it's neil gaiman's website it's not right yeah that's uh, neil gaiman's website uh, i wanted to see what how his landing page was structured because mm-hmm. mine is just a fucking mess my website's just just a total you're mess. a mess 
I am a little bit, yeah. But the big problem with my website right now is all the pictures, all the graphics, all mm-hmm. the videos, everything I have is like strictly Marlin. Uh-huh. So I haven't, I've been doing like draft editing, but not making it active mm-hmm. because I have no images to replace it with. So Bird and I are probably going to do some photo shoots. Ugh, we need a new lens. Mm, God, again, money. If I had right. some extra money. Um, but yeah, we're going to hopefully do some photo shoots to get some other images that I can use. Once I've got the the pictures, I should be able to sort of restructure my website, do it all in a couple days. So that's that's what's going on on my website. Again, this is if you're just listening to this podcast, it doesn't matter because we're on iTunes. Just subscribe to us there and ignore my website completely. What? Nothing. Oh, you were pointing at your lips. I thought mm-hmm. you had maybe a booger. No. Yeah. <laughs> all right well i've i've you know i've run out of things to talk that was a bit of a down note we ended with all this like happy happy art talk and then i'm like oh yeah and then there's that giant fucking albatross go go I'm to made. my website yeah bird's website it's beautiful happy. right now bird's website's great um find us on twitter bird is oh yeah bird finally has her twitter up um she's i, I have had a twitter i she just, just hasn't been using never it. Um, use it but you just you read a bunch of articles about how to brand yourself how to get excited or how to get successful and a lot of it has to do with active social media participation right. yes. so she has an active twitter now so hit her up she'll no. hit you back hey man i, just I got, will hit you back active is probably a strong word i just got word. tweeted by ben I, I always just do it um when i do anything on instagram i just share it on twitter too and then my twitter kind of remains active but yeah i mean twitter's actually really fun it's like a fast-paced facebook but yeah i've been tweeted by marcus parks and ben kissel in the last <gasps> month two of my podcast heroes and pretty much one of the reasons i'm still doing like that we've been doing this so regularly is because i've been listening to so many of like last podcast and Lincoln's mm-hmm. top hat um so yeah uh bird on twitter is the artist bird all, all one word, obviously. You can't do separate words on Twitter as a handle, can you? You probably do like the little underscore um, and yeah. shit. All right, so Bird is the artist Bird. I'm Max J. Peterson. We're both on Facebook. Look us up. I think we're both private accounts, right? Friend us. Who I the don't fuck? know. All 29 I will, of our I will say yes. All 29 of our subscribers <gasps> are already our friends on Facebook. That's true. It is. We're just letting you folks know how things are going. And for any new listeners out there, if there are any new listeners out there, hit us up on Facebook. We will like you enough. Just I don't I don't not. Don't troll us and don't use any homophobic pejoratives and we'll be fine. Um, hit us both up on Instagram, which is, I think, where we're both most active. Yes. Instagram. Oh, 100%. Um, the, uh, birds is the.artist.bird. I'm actual Max P. And that just about wraps us up for this week. Next week, we'll talk about, um, we'll talk about our dreams for when we are wildly Yay! successful. And rich can, and famous. And rich and famous and can <laughs> go live, yeah, live right. our happy existence off the edge of the map um so that's that's chatman and robin for this week i'm max peterson and i'm bird holy podcast chatman wake up adam <laughs>